Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about job security. So let's get into it. So the e-questioning question was, Frederick, I would like to ask why don't people take the middle path and do freelancing? You can make two to th three times more money and have a lot more flexibility than having a regular software developer's job and the actual work is exactly the same or just dev sold the idea of job security by companies nope uh, so usually when people pick something it's m like something that is uh, well the way that I see it usually is that there are people who feel more comfortable in following well-established routines and sort of the quote-unquote right way of doing things. So an example would be that traditionally uh, people uh, prefer stable routines over uncertainty, as I like to say. Uh, the average person does not want to hunt, as I like to call it, for solutions to their problem. They want a finished safe low risk solution to their problem especially when it comes to survival uh, this is why you usually have what we call pack mentality where popular opinion and this is actually one of the reasons why this uh, cancel culture and uh, all of the things that you see happening in our society today is happening because the average person just wants uh, is the average person is either usually not in more intelligent enough to break out and stand on their own, or they're afraid to do so. There's also uh, it's a lot in terms of herd mentality that goes on in people uh, on at large. But when it comes to hunting for things, which is what you have to do basically when you are a free freelancer depending on how you define a freelancer. Now, I just have to say this, guys. There's a difference between, at least in my region, we use different terms for consultant and freelancer. A freelancer is an individual who usually com works completely by themselves. Uh, they don't like work through agencies or anything like that. It's just a free standalone person, knows some coding, uh, finds their own customers, is their own sort of company, right? Now, in my region, it's very rare that such a person has access to major clients usually they have or rather not well they can have access to major clients but it's not so common for them to have like these high stakes sort of like long spanning projects it's usually smaller scale for them which means that of course when you're your own boss and basically you're running your own company it's this it's exactly the same reason as to why most people prefer to have a stable job rather than start their own company because the reality is as i said that most people don't have that uh that predator i'm not saying predator mentality the routine is more attractive than the risk and potential as i call it min max gaining or that comes with running a company as an example and the same thing goes for freelancing versus having a regular job do you want to manage all the complexities of being a freelancer for example do you want to be personally responsible and usually work alone uh, because that is a lot of what freelancing at small scale means 
you can work in agencies and sort of like have a office and then take on clients and so forth and so forth but at the end of the day you're really in many cases yes you can make more money but you're still not going to get the same experiences as say someone who works for a, a serious software company then on the other hand even if you are working for a software company it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get all these benefits from it but i hope that i make you sort of see my point the average software developer and the well, not just software developer, the average person is after a stable routine and that is very hard for you know there are pe guys there are people who are day traders Poten the potential earning capacity of people who are really into that sort of stuff is enormous but most people don't want to I don't know become professional poker players etc etc they want stability routine this sort of st stuff right and the sort of jobs where you actually have to risk things on a fairly regular basis is not for everybody it's that simple and although you can earn two to three times as much money you also have to in some cases work a little bit harder to do that and there are other things that people don't really consider so much when they become consultants and so forth uh, which it's not necessarily a bad thing but it's something worth thinking about when you work as a freelancer for example as I was saying it's really rare that I find that freelancers who work by themselves uh, on the uh, due to the fact that they want to maximize their income uh, that they have worked on large-scale systems and these sorts of more advanced projects. It's actually funny because a lot of the freelancers that I interview, uh, even after 20 years, they're borderline incompetent and we can't hire them for serious software development. Uh, even if after 20 years uh, they don't possess the necessary skills to actually do any major large-scale software development they can't lead teams they can't do architecture or anything of the sort of stuff that someone who has been working for 20 years in a real software company should on average be able to do it's not uh, like uh, many of the people that we have like some of the, the best software developers we have have outgrown the, the these uh, freelancers after the first five to six years because the sort of software development you do at scale in more serious um, companies is usually more it's more qualitative if that makes sense the the demands on your work uh, depending on the company now if, of course because it differs from companies right is it's higher it's uh, major leagues versus minor leagues or like this sort of stuff usually. Consultants is a different beast. Uh, if you work as a consultant it's usually the case that you work through some type of agency and you're usually just rent, you're not really as some one person or two people on one project, you're renting out your hours to companies who are looking for consultants, right? Uh, and depending on how you want to define it, that could be a freelancer as well. Uh, it's just that in my region we should usually make a distinction between the two, right? And so in that scenario, uh, you can absolutely also. I would, it's very rare that you make like twice or three times the money. I'm not sure where you're getting those sorts of numbers. You're usually being paid a little bit more. Sometimes it can be twice. Uh, most of the time, it's just maybe a bump of uh, 20, 30, up to 50 percent or something like that. It can be, but, but it is definitely a significant pay increase. The thing that people don't consider so much about that, which may or may not matter to you, is that the there is a trade-off for that as well 
consultants are usually looked upon as a short-term investment. Not always. Some consultants stay at the same company for years and years and years and years. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, it's rare that companies invest and try to, you know, want to promote a consultant, as an example. It's rarer that, uh, and you know, when it comes to times to downscale, uh, usually depending on your labor laws, the consultants are the first to go. And that's why you get that extra money, because you are, you're you're taking on more risk as the consultant than as the person working in-house. Now, if you play all your cards right, this is basically, it's going to be the norm. If you play all your cards right as a consultant, you can absolutely potentially make more money. But your odds of getting to the highest levels of software development, in other words, becoming like a CTO or like these sorts of more advanced sorts of roles, uh, it becomes increasingly difficult for you unless you manage your career correctly. This is true for people who are hired as well, but it's usually more, it's more common that companies feel comfortable promoting people who are actually committed to their company uh, and giving and in some cases there are some things you are not going to get get that benefits and things like that as a consultant and the value of that is up to you like it's, it's as I said it's really down to how you want to play your career it's sort of mercenary type of work versus being committed to the army or whatever you want to call it etc etc so what I want you to take away from this is that the reason why people usually don't take on freelancing or this sort of stuff is risk management. Uh, risk management is the thing that gets people to do most of the things because the average person wants to have a very stable, well-known routine uh, and that is more attractive because it gives a sensation of security uh, more so than min-maxing salaries and other things and going on the hunt as I call it uh, because most, pe most uh, people don't want to live in a state of hunting for clients or hunting for their next meal or rather that's the perception right they don't have that sort of mentality rather they want a more quiet stable low-risk uh, environment and freelancers usually have to hunt uh, in a different sense. There are other ways, other ways to look at it. Usually, the low-end projects or like the stuff that a freelancer normally finds themselves doing might pay better, uh, at least short term. The problem is usually that it's very difficult for a freelancer to get really quality experience and actually get to a point where they're so good at this stuff that they can lead companies and like take on more responsibility as they grow older. They usually stay fairly. Okay, uh, guys, I've worked with. I've, done work with uh, uh, people who have 20 years of freelancing work on their CV and we have junior, well not juniors, but we have mid-level software developers who who they have to report to because they're basically incompetent. Uh, in many cases we can't hire them. That's not always the case, but it is a very real danger when you don't consider long-term growth and like w different scales of projects and stuff like that. Consultants, which is a diff uh, we usually make a distinction there, usually rent out their hours to companies rather than just working on projects, not always the case. They usually are more aligned with, like they can be very good, have a lot of like the same sort of skills as an in-house uh, employee. The thing that usually makes people go into consultancy work versus uh, working in-house is risk management. Uh, that's usually what it comes down to and commitment to the company, of course. If you're more about money, 
you know yourself your own personal benefits and you're willing to take on some extra risk uh, and so forth consultancy is a consultancy work is a very good option that's definitely one but working in a company has certain ben in many cases certain benefits such as being more viable for a viable option for promotions and sometimes they have like you know things that actually they only give to employees versus consultants so it's not really the companies who are selling the idea of job security it's really down to how loyal do you want to be or in another way of looking at it how much risk and hunting do you want to take on as an individual have a great day